I'm uh, Michael Mandel. I'm the author of the textbook, Economics, the Basics. And I'm Sean Flynn, the author of Economics for Dummies and the McConnell Principles of Economics textbook. And we're here today to talk a little bit about the Great Depression, which uh, started in 1929 and ended in 1939. And the reason why we're talking about the Depression is because in many ways, the, 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 that's the closest analogy to the period that we're going through now with the uh, coronavirus recession. Uh, but we want to talk a little bit about the reasons what's uh, similar and what's different. And it, it's going to give us a, some insight into what the future looks like for those people who happen to be graduating over the next couple of years. So, uh, Sean, you know, both our, our parents... Some of them, at least, were born in the in the Great Depression. Just uh, tell me a little bit about about your dad. Sure, my dad was born in Seattle in 1925, and to a very prosperous family um, that owned a business that was successful. But that business, what, what kind of business? Uh, they they sold stonework. So if you've been to Seattle and seen a pretty building uh, like Art Deco from the 1920s, my grandfather probably sold them the stone, the mason. Fantastic. Yeah, um, but that that business was all done on trade credit, right? He'd get the stone and then he'd sell it and you know people would pay him after the fact. So that meant that people owed him a lot of money when the Great Depression happened. He couldn't pay back and he couldn't pay his bank loans and went bankrupt. And so they ended up in the worst um, neighborhood, worst slum in Seattle. And that's where my dad grew up. And uh, it, it was rough. Um, and you know, in addition to that, the physical privations were so bad that by 1940, yeah, my my yeah, my grandfather died, my grandmother, and my father's younger sister. That's really sad. Tell me, though, if we sort of run ahead 20 years, what happened to your dad then? Oh, well, I mean, he was part of that generation that fought in World War II, came back, got the, the GI Bill, used that to go to college, and that generation ended up living really well. The 50s and 60s were maybe the richest boom period in American history. And so one thing I want to emphasize now as everyone's worrying about coronavirus and the current recession is that even in a much worse recessionary situation that lasted a full 10 years, the people who lived through it and uh, you know got to move on um, ended up living in a boom time for America and having successful careers and raising families and doing very well. So no one, I don't think, should have a lot of uh, doom at this point. Don't you agree, Mike? I do. But let's talk a little bit about the policy differences between the Great Depression and now, because this actually helps us a little bit understand why that one lasted for 10 years and drove your dad's family into bankruptcy and why that's probably not going to happen now. So tell us a little bit about why the Great Depression lasted so long and whose fault it was. Well, so uh, the government and the Federal Reserve um, made some bad decisions, mostly the Federal Reserve. And in particular, they did not, when the crisis started in the Great Crash in 1929, they did not um, lower interest rates and lend freely to businesses um, and uh, individuals, for that matter, to get them through the crisis, right? Sometimes people just need a loan to get them through the bad times and out the other side, and they can repay the loan. But the Fed wasn't doing that. And so upwards of 10,000 banks all around the country went bankrupt. Let's stop right here for a second. They went banks. And what happened to the money of the people who had accounts in those banks? It went poof because there was no federal deposit insurance at the time, which was created during the Great Depression. It was one of the positive outcomes. So today, this is one of the big differences, is today anybody who has their money in a bank doesn't have to worry about it. That's right. 
which helps support the entire economy. People are still willing to spend and invest um, because they know that their money won't just disappear tomorrow. So, so that's one thing is what the attitude of the Federal Reserve towards the banks. What about in general in terms of lending? What is the Federal Reserve doing differently this time than they did in the Great Depression? Well, this time they lent super aggressively to everyone. I think they stood up uh, 11 lending facilities. They were lending even to foreign central banks as well as domestic banks. They were lending to uh, small businesses, um, you know, on something called the commercial paper market. And so the Fed this time acted super aggressively, uh, almost 180 degree difference from what the Federal Reserve did at the start of the Great Depression. You know, at least the central bankers learned something. Now, this time, the federal government has also given money to businesses, given money to individuals, borrowed a lot of money to sort of support the economy. How is that uh, different than uh, what was done in the past? Well, so this idea of supporting aggregate demand for goods and services during a downturn, that really came to the fore during the Great Depression. And it was the first time um, many governments, uh, England, the United States, tried it. And we had lots of government um, investment and programs and whatnot back then spending. And so um, we've learned from that, the, you know, what happened during the Great Depression. So this time, yeah, we made sure people still had money in their pockets to go out and spend at local businesses to pay their rent. Um, and so on. So, uh, and businesses to keep paying workers, even though the workers were fur furloughed. And so that really has made this, uh, what could have potentially been a 10 year catastrophe for the world economy. My guess is we'll be out of this within a year and maybe in five years, we'll barely remember it, which is kind of amazing. Well, that's, that's the thing is that a lot of the, a lot of the things that were big recessions in the past have turned out to look like blips in retrospect. And with, with some luck, uh, that's what we're going to have uh, this time as well. Yeah, I think that's right. And so for any young people listening here, the next year or two might be uh, a little rough in terms of internships and jobs, but your prospects, just like the uh, generation that got through the Great Depression, are going to be fantastic. And even better, you don't have to go through a Great Depression because the fiscal and monetary policy are so... Um, stimulative right now. Well, it's good to end up with a little bit of an upbeat note. Thanks very much, Sean. No, no. Thank you, Mike. In this podcast, we compare the COVID recession with the Great Depression of 1929, which lasted 10 years until 1939. Sean described how his father and his father's family suffered mightily during the Great Depression. We then discussed why the Great Depression lasted so long and why that's not likely to happen again this time. First, during the Great Depression, the Federal Reserve made some bad decisions. The central bank did not lower interest rates fast enough or deep enough. Upwards of 10,000 banks went out of business, and account holders in these banks lost all of their money because there was no deposit insurance. Today is different because the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, which was created in 1933, protects bank deposits. People can save and spend without worrying that their money or their banks will disappear. Moreover, as soon as the pandemic started, the Federal Reserve aggressively cut interest rates and offered a wide variety of low-cost loans to corporations and financial institutions. Another important difference, this time the government moved aggressively to support aggregate demand by distributing money to individuals and businesses. In the Great Depression, it took years for policy to get to that point. With any luck, better policy will ensure that the COVID recession, while deep, will be much shorter than the Great Depression and that Americans will prosper afterwards. Thanks for listening.